Hello, it's Christina. I'm Jackie. And this is your neighbor's hood. Yeah. Today we're talking about white intent. I guess that's what we're calling it. Yeah. We're doing this and I don't know what the name's going to be. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, yeah. but it started with white intent. Yeah, and a story um, came up on the campaign trail. You'll hear about that. Yeah. Um, I think we even started talking about it because I was like, hey, there was this baby. This yeah. Lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. this right. lady. Wait, this, no. I was talking about this lady and her baby putting her baby in the car, me and my mm-hmm. husband, I think we're at Lowe's or something. Yeah, yeah, And I waved to the baby, and the baby's like, hi, can I go with them? And mm-hmm. tell his mom, and I'm like, his mom was probably like, heck no. And the people were white. You have to, And the people were yeah, white. It was a white baby, and his mama. That. Yeah. And Christina was like... And I, well, I was like, you don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying, like, to yeah. be mean, but you just, you don't Absolutely. know what they were thinking. You don't know that she wouldn't be thinking that you exactly. know what I mean or that she would be assuming like no I would never let my child you know yeah you just don't know that which brought us back to the campaign trail right oh, right <laughs> thank you you put all those dots together look at you on how people uh yeah so how people perceived a white woman me running your campaign yep all that and some of that yeah I learned a lot and my eyes were my brain was like woo yeah I learned a lot so mm-hmm. And we share that, and so we talk about intent and where, how black people, um... Quite, we don't trust you. Yeah, thank you. Not you. I did No, no, I know We don't trust white folks. Sure. And, and for and historical for, reasons. Right. And we'll get, we get deep we into that. We dive into that. So that's what you all will be listening today. So you're jumping in in the conversation where we're just chopping it up about intent. Intent. Hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Your face on that one. <laughs> And I was thinking about, I didn't know what this mom thought. Me and Duran were walking out of the car, and it was a little boy and his mom. And I said, hello. They were getting in the van. He was looking, so <laughs> I said, hello. He said, hi, mommy, can I go with them? <laughs> it was so cute. But I was like, his mom's probably like, oh, hell no. And was she white? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Like, oh, my God. Why do you want to go with them? You know what I mean? Yeah. This big old black dude and his wife walk mm-hmm. in and we're just But see, but you're assuming into... that, though. Can yeah. I just say that? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like, but that's... I'm always trying to give the, that's the whole point of the podcast. Yeah. Like, you're assuming that. You don't know. I don't. She was thinking that. And I get why you're assuming, you're assuming it. Like, I'm not it. telling you not to assume it. I'm just saying, though, like, no, this because is of your truth. lived experiences, this is, maybe that's what we talk about, is that how you have to like how you walk through the world differently yeah not even just compared to what i i walk because we know like but just sharing that story my that would be help i don't know i think it would be very eye-opening and helpful if you're open to it yeah i'm open to it yeah because just like how black people have to walk through the world is there we walk yeah. through the world assuming that yeah yeah i think that's what we should share and it's easy to assume but it, it goes back to white people's intent yeah so we were. To, oh, so I definitely want to make sure we share the story of the intent. How I learned that because that's just an interesting piece to add yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it plays under some. Where were we when we when the lady when we're she, at the laundromat? Yeah. Yes, that's the first time out of the. We're whole, always gonna go back to the laundromat. Yeah, because that was like a pivotal learning experience for me and just eye opening. Yeah. So what did Mama T say? So, I, yeah, so I learned that I didn't even, that maybe there was a perception or some black people could have thought that I had malice, like, what was my intent? Like, people were just looking at me right all, already, like, what was your intent, you know, in, in leading your campaign? I'm like, well, the way she like, put it was yeah. like, maybe you're influencing that black That's, girl. Yeah, right. And? Right, to do, like, my own. And I, I, I'm not laughing, but I'm laughing because it's just in, in my, you know me, so I was uh-huh. like, Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you yeah, know, I'm like, I didn't. What's your agenda? That's it. Yeah, yeah. What's your agenda? Yeah, she very much so was like, what was my agenda? Was I trying to push you? 
I think she may have even said brainwashing. I don't want to put she words did. in her mouth. I'm putting it was something she like did. you. Yeah. Uh, she yeah. said I was like trying to brainwash you to do something. And it's to me, it was like so crazy to think that that's. And that was a learning process. That was a, that was a learning moment for me because I didn't even know that black people would uh, look at me in that way because it was like it was it was just a weird experience because I'm not touting myself, but I'm like I just had the purest intentions. <laughs> like you're my friend, and I really wanted to do this campaign, and I believed in you, so I was ready to give it my all. And I had no truly no intentions other than to help you win, right? Because I believed in you. Right. But then I think, but then it took. Well, yeah, we had to talk about that yeah. because it was like, oh, shit, people really think there could be that perception from black people if I was leading the campaign that I had some kind of agenda. And then can you, I because I can't articulate, can you articulate what, where that comes from or where because where she made that thought? Why I, this is my hypothesis, mm-hmm. it's just from a history of white, well, I love European, I keep saying white when we're doing this, but mm-hmm. it's a history of European Americans coming in Conquer, conquest, destroy, never assimilating, always trying to take over. So I think a lot of us believe, and I'm not saying I don't completely disagree, that European Americans, when they come to do something, there's always something behind it. Like, you're, what are you trying to get? What are you trying to take? Which is why, you know, we, we look at, like, gentrification. It's like, Typically, that is the European Americans coming in, getting the getting the prices for the houses lowered, and buying stuff up. You're coming in to buy. You're coming when you hear redevelopment. You're like, is that gentrification? Because <laughs> right. even me, like, I'm suspicious of op- opportunity zones. Like with the new initiative with the IRS and stuff, I'm like, is this subsidized? gentrification are people now getting paid mm-hmm. you know is this i don't know because i can't find the tax code but it's the uncertainty of what and, and not even just trying to interpret what is the white man's and i'm putting that in quotes what's the white man's agenda always why did they go to africa because yeah we were rich in resources and things like that but then they're like oh snap i could conquer these people easily you know what i mean like oh you know i don't know it's all history that's so interesting and so when you so how did you end up hiring me then like you know what i mean like because i i feel like we had those honest conversations and that was my first thing is like did you have that thought about me like no because i don't i think i think i just come from a different school of thought yeah and that's what i wanted you to talk yeah that, that. that my childhood lived experiences told me to be suspicious of white people because I think I talked to you this about this yesterday about school when I was in school mm-hmm. and they kicked my brothers and we were we, my mother lost our we lost our house not actually I don't want to say yeah we lost our house and part of it it was because it was right after they painted the swastika on them my mother was completely fatigued we fell behind on on payments we got put out and we were going to a neighbor's house so that we could still finish school because we were near the end of the school year and the school system got wind of it, and they kicked my brothers and sisters out of school, but said that I could stay. And I got to hear the conversations about why people thought we I could stay. It's because I was the black kid, or the N-word, in the family that was honor student, student council president. You added value. Newberry, right. So the white man said, you can stay in our school because you got something to give. You're going to take our track team to state. But those other Negroes, they can go somewhere. So it's like they let me stay, but why? Yeah. 
why wow and so then that like you have to work actively to make sure that like it that's not affecting every relationship you have with a white person absolutely yeah and it makes me wonder too like if if i wasn't aware that of the perception of me i had no idea that black people could have thought of me like that Mm -hmm. you know and that's damaging too and i I think it's better now that i'm at least aware of how i come off you know what i mean that's on I think that's why this episode is important and it's important to hear that side of things because, you know, I think, to be honest, white people, black people do get defensive very quickly, you know, and so we don't understand why, you know what I mean? It's It's like, where does it come from? Yeah. And I'll tell you too is I've found that a lot of my anger is because I do feel so connected to my ancestors. Yeah. I'm getting upset. Like, I feel so connected to them, even though I don't, I don't know who they are. I don't know, but I feel like really connected to them. I have the, um, I'm sorry. I have the EJI calendar on my refrigerator. And this month is ironically all about um, uh, modern, how slavery morphed Mm. into the prison systems. Yeah. How when they couldn't legally have slaves, they took and they would imprison black men and then pretty much make them slaves all over again. And what does it look like? It, they, you know, you know, Brian mm-hmm. Stevens and, mm-hmm. and his EJI, they yeah. do uh, equal justice, justice initiative. Yeah, yeah, they do a really good job of capturing those things. And I look at that picture all the time and I see those men's faces and I like look at their eyes and then I wonder like what was going through your mind knowing like this, I'm, I'm in, I feel connected yeah. to them. Yeah. So I, I don't like anybody messing with my family. Right. I, I feel like if someone shows you who they are, believe them. So it's like over time, European Americans have shown us who they are. So I believe that, you know, and, and if I was, it, I cannot be, I cannot put myself in a place of ignorance to not believe that sometimes they are coming for you. Sure. I can't. So I, I don't automatically anymore as an adult assume the negative, but I am mindful of it. Yeah. That it's always a possibility. So don't be surprised if you find yourself in a sticky situation because of, I don't know what to call it, white intent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. You know I, mean? No, that's, I mean, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And that's what's, so, that's what's so insidious about it is we don't even know that that y'all feel that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes we so we may be aware of it a little bit, but mm-hmm. I had no idea that it was that deep. It deep-rooted. That, yeah, yeah, that deep-rooted. It's deep-rooted distrust. Yeah, deep-rooted. How, what could we do as white people to to be better about it? I don't, I don't know that I know. Yeah. It's not your responsibility. I'm not no, I don't know that, that I know, you. but I'm sitting here thinking about the deep-rooted distrust. I either. Weren't you at the, wasn't it at our event where the lady was talking about, she found out that her family had some land? Mm, yeah. And then they right. burnt their stuff down. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm trying to go back and find my family's land and figure out what happened and things like that. It's that. It's yeah. that deep-rooted distrust of that. Even if I have something, you'll find a way to take it. Right. Even if I am something, you'll find some way to make it less than. Wow. And if we live, and that's why Mama T got so angry. That's the lady at the laundry mat, yeah. um, which is understandable. But I was ignorant, and I didn't. I mean, I knew a little. I mean, I know history a little bit, but I didn't know her lived 
history. But I, you know what I think it is, is that European Americans don't have to connect the dots that way. Right. That's a good point. No, we don't. You don't have to connect because we live in, an, in America where they want us to forget slavery. Yeah. Hun- yeah. I agree with that. I agree that we don't talk about the brutality of it. And well, who someone was at our event again, um, who said that some like in some history books, they were talking about how like some of the slaves enjoyed being they were so happy. I mean, that made me want to vomit. I'm laughing because it's like, I don't know what I don't know how to wrap how would words you around that. that. Yeah. yeah. How would you I, read that and think that was OK? Yeah. Like I or oh, it, I, yeah, it was our friend was talking about uh, Virginia history mm-hmm. um, and what she learned and how it was very, very not, it just, their facts weren't there. Yeah. And she's a young woman. She's in her early Mm sixties or late fifties or something like that. And so now she's having to do, like, she is an incredible person trying to re-educate herself, Mm -hmm. you know? But we're all, and we are all kind of trying to. I think we all need to re-educate ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. I know it's not even, for me, it's, well, for white people, it's not even re Well, it is re-educate. It is. Oh, it's, it's educate as you well. You know what I know. Mm-hmm. We know the same stuff in our own right. We know the same stuff. And a lot of it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like super wrong. And we're in our, you know, you, we're in, <laughs> I'm in my 30s. Same. You're getting close to there. Right. Very on this cusp of it. It's right. like, how do you... The best time to learn is when you're little. Right. And we're we're going to be raising little, I'm going to, you know, want a family. You already have little people. You know what I mean? So it's like, and then how do we, we believe in the village. You always say that villaging. So it's like, how do we take responsibility for what we've learned? And how do we take that distress and know that it's there, acknowledge it, and then work with, I don't know. But you're asking me to go back to school as an adult. Right. Literally, you're asking me to go back to school, and it's like, what? Well, we both just said, I was like, I want to take, I need to take an African-American studies class. Yeah, I I, want to, too. Yeah. Like, because that's what I'm saying. Quite literally, I've looked at going back to just take a couple college courses just on this and trying to get, like, a grasp of the true history of things. Yeah, because it's a lot. Because it's a lot. And, but if, but if we could understand, if you look at the history and the true history, you can understand a culture and black, you know, point of view much better. Yeah. Because, you know, the way, and it may, you know, I just had a light bulb moment for myself. It also makes sense why white fragility is in place, why white privilege is in place, because the education wasn't there. Like, think if, think if, um, you know, if I had been educated or that woman that was at our event had been educated with the truth or just more, more, more of the truth, something yeah. closer to the truth, something closer to the truth, what kind of humans would we be? Because once you know, like I will say doing this work, once I know about all of this, like I can't walk away. My mm-hmm. white privilege would let me walk away, just yeah. putting it bluntly, you know what I mean? But it's, but it's hard, you can't not know and you can't walk, you know the lived experiences of people around you. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes me wonder what, what would it, what would like, culture and society look like if we had educated people correctly yeah we can't go back and there's no point i'm just saying i think it's a lot of very systemic it's in my opinion it was done very purposefully to yeah. keep a system in place well because it, it wasn't even educating them correctly i think it's just honestly mm-hmm. it's just honestly and which like you said goes back to it's hard to um not assume the worst yeah how could you not yeah, I think our connection as women is what helped. Yes. What helps us? Yes, is because when we came together, it was woman to woman. Yeah, absolutely. We went to an organization that was about women for women, yep. and it was like woman to woman. Let's mm-hmm. do, go get this. Right. Let's go do this. Like reach across the a, aisle. Yeah. yeah, and not even reach. It's just like 
help me help you help mm-hmm. you help me like mm-hmm. let's Absolutely. do this girl like it was that sort of deal so I don't know that color was an, an issue in saying I can you be a part of this journey with me right now I had to recognize that I, it's it's an issue based off our community right and that's where and that's what the interesting piece of this for me and I didn't even know this six months ago but my white privilege gave me the privilege to not to not even have to think about it until I started canvassing and then we had to th- but I didn't think a thing of it that you were black and I was managing your what? campaign you didn't at see front it? <laughs> yeah exactly that's what I'm saying up and front then, like when you first asked me I was like so excited to do a happy dance and then it was like I didn't think about it until I was confronted with mm-hmm. it, you know, and so that's why I want to keep talking and having these conversations before people are like forced to, you know, yeah. and just in have it in our conscious, yeah, you know, have white people be aware of these things because I totally, yeah. I completely because just as they, there are a lot of European Americans out there that assume the worst of us, we assume the worst of them. I mean, there are people out there, obviously, with bad intent, of course, yeah. still, and it happens. But then there's also people just like silly me who like completely naive to any intent or mm-hmm. knowing any. I had no idea what Mama T was talking about. I was like, brain mold, what? Why would I brainwash <laughs> I mean, I just didn't but know. But you know. Right, now I know. And yeah. now I see history. Yeah, because if you have pe- if you have power structures in place and people see things starting to change, mm-hmm. then they were going to fight like hell to keep them in place. Yeah, you know because I mean? you what could, else are you going to do? You could be looked at as the puppet master. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because there are black people out there that are like puppets. Yeah. That you're like, mm, no, they're, they're being pulled. Their strings are being pulled by the white man. And they're just coming here to be a black face to, wow. to, to get the white man, to push the white man's agenda. Just like there were slaves yeah. that would tell on other slaves. Do you know what I'm saying? Because they were working for the white people? Yes. Yeah. And it would be, I don't want to say the N-word, but the good Negro. They, mm-hmm. they, they, the good Negro that's working for the slave master that you better be careful what you say around them because they're going to go back and tell. Wow. Or the one that would go hunting down people that ran away with the white man. Mm-hmm. So it's like you got to be mindful of white people, and then you got to be mindful of them Uncle Toms too. Well, who's Uncle Tom? Uncle Tom. I mean, like I know a... I've heard of the book, but I don't know. No, Uncle okay. Tom's cabin is that what you're no, talking about? Oh, no, no. <laughs> I don't know who Uncle Tom is. It's like black people that are working. Let me give you the definition. See, this is why it's funny. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna forgive give my you. ignorance. No, 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 no. Remember we said about forgiveness. We're not done yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not forgiving your ignorance. I'm just gonna hope. So I'm gonna give you the definition of Uncle Tom. You never heard of Uncle Tom? Mm-mm. I I don't know where it comes from. Beyond I, Uncle Tom's cabin, I have no idea what you're talking you're about. You're so funny. No, you're not. You're not funny. You just don't know. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom's cabin. I've never... You never heard of Uncle Tom's cabin? I know who Harriet yeah. Beecher Stowe is. Yeah. I I think I read the book. I don't remember. It's can, okay, so it's even in the dictionary. And Uncle Tom is a black man considered to be an excessively obedient or servantile. Oh, I had so no idea. So the black people that get called the Uncle Tom are oh God, like I had no idea. the white man that's working for the white man. Gotcha. That's like, oh, you're still, you know, he's an Uncle Tom. Now, do, is it because they feel like they have to? Or, I mean, I mean, back in slavery, we know, I, I mean, understand. But, like, like, can you put it in context of today? Like, why so, would someone be called an Uncle Tom? I'm trying to understand that. An Uncle Culturally. Oh, I'm trying to think of a modern day Yeah, Uncle like, Tom. who would, who, who, Yeah. Ben Carson. Really? Okay. Uncle Tom. Okay. I would think he's an Uncle Tom. What's he doing that makes him Uncle Tomish? He's very servant to the white man. Okay. Very 
Okay. Like you, you say you grew up in the projects, but what are you doing for the projects? And everything you do seems to push towards other folks getting their leg up instead of black folks pushing their leg up to get their leg up. I'm trying to figure out what's the um, the the the, and it comes from Uncle Tom's cabin. Yeah, that's the right. It says that's it comes what I, from. Okay, that that's what I would think. I didn't know if they were Urban right. Dictionary. Yeah, that's Uncle Tom's a figure who painted a uh, Uncle Tom. A, a hero portrayed in the book Uncle Tom so it must have been a slave mm-hmm. that told I think Uncle so Uncle Tom was a slave that told it, yeah. Uncle Tom is ultimately uh, mortared being beaten to death by the cruel monster and, and that's gotcha. what say Uncle Tom's it doesn't matter if you're serving the white they'll come they'll, they'll, they'll get you too get... <laughs> they'll get you too so um, be, simply because Tom is a sacrificial heart for others and refuses to betray the location of two black men who have escaped from slavery, Tom is ordered by the immortal slave owner to uh, flog the female slave. Tom refuses. Lucrece strikes him repeatedly with, claw, with uh, claw hide and lashes against him. Tom tells, he tells Tom to beat the women. Tom says in a soft, with a soft voice, in whatever, whatever. I don't know. Uh, I would assume the majority of people representing the black face who calls members of the same race Uncle Tom have never read the book or acted out here heroically. I don't know if that's where the words gems were because this person is saying that based off the book, it's totally different. Uncle Tom is a guy who didn't tell. But when we say Uncle Tom... In that context. Context. It's yeah. as a black man that he'll do whatever you got to take. Like do a puppet. Yeah, he'll do whatever you got to do to serve the, so, the white, white Because man. he's been, like, told to do that or because he knows it's who just... Who knows? I yeah. mean, who... I mean, that's like trying to get in the psyche of people. Like, yeah. it's Yeah, it's why, hard. You can't know people's intent. Right. You, you, or, and you I can't. mean, sometimes you can't. No, but, but I it go... But, I'm so hell-bent on what that lady said is that we can't... Well, you can't determine intent, whether mm. it's out of fear or power. Mm-mm. You are... And you can't legislate those things either. So no. there are going to be people who are going to feel, because it feels good to be on the white man's side. Right. For some people. You know what I mean? What if you're being called a good slave yeah, and you get privileges because you're a good oh, that's slave? so interesting. So there are, I'm watching um, Dear White People on Netflix. Oh, yay. Have I love it. I'm that? all caught up. Yes. Oh, okay. I love that show. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know if you watch it. And uh, who's the girl? She reminds me of the one that she kind of. Yeah. Do you know who I'm talking about? Who, yeah, Coco. She, th- am I right? Am I like she? Coco kind of, could like, be aligned. considered, but see, Coco will surprise you because I thought Coco was one of those okay, girls. Okay, I'm only I a few like, episodes in. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like Coco, mm, yeah. but I know who Coco is. I know some Cocos. Yeah. So this girl, uh, Dear White People, is a great show on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, it's a show about uh, a college campus, right? Yep. But Winchester. And then this girl has a radio show on campus called Dear, Dear White, White People, People. Mm-hmm. and she's biracial. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's black black and white, I think, Correct. right? Yeah. And so there's a girl. The reason I thought of the, one of the characters named Coco is that she aligns with white, white people, people a lot. Like, she tries to go to the sorority house with the white girls <laughs> and, like, all that stuff. Sure, hair is not natural. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> yeah, and um, what else? Yeah, and it was just... Or, and she's just very, it's just, I I like that show because I feel like, I mean, you can tell me your perspective, but it also shows a diversity in black, black characters, people. which I love because I feel like you never, Clay, husband and I were talking about that, as you just don't see that very often. You don't see the media. different dynamics of yeah. black folks. Yeah, you, you really don't. don't see the diversity in your community, yeah. you know what I mean? And you're, hu- you're humans like as we are, so you're obviously going to have diverse opinions, mm-hmm. you know? So which goes back to the unhealthy fears mm-hmm. because... Yeah. what you see and on yeah. both sides right on both sides yeah yeah My- because of our history we have unhealthy fears so like i would like to say that i feel like i don't know how you feel like this uh-huh. but but i feel like 
a lot of our unhealthiness is validated by history. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of white people, white people, European American people's mm-hmm. um, unhealthy fears is validated by their own need to be in power. And I, yeah, and I think they're just so used to being in power. They're used to having power structures and seeing people like them in power structures. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And so they freak out. And, and they, they, and when you feel like you're losing something, you grasp onto it even yeah, harder. They, they created propaganda that, that was yeah. like the black man is, right. is devil with his whatever long penis and he's yeah. coming to rape the white women. And yeah. there's all of these things set up. Or black so, neighborhoods are scary or unsafe. Or, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you got that. Sorry. <laughs> Is it safe to go in Jackie's neighborhood? Yeah, I got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I really did. Or yeah. I've had, yeah, we've had people say things like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very, it's just out of ignorance, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's sad, but it's, 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 I think if people, if white people don't even question like if when I challenge like white friends on stuff like that, yeah. if they don't challenge themselves and wonder why or why do you think that? Right. And what's even scarier to me is like the people that do challenge me on that stuff do, do not live and hang out with anybody that that's of color. Or just, even not just black. I mean, just color. yeah. Like they make huge sweeping stereotypes, and that's what I'm saying is that's why I love our podcast because is when you live and interact with people of different races and colors, you start mm-hmm. to see. We, as cheesy as it is, have a lot more in common. <laughs> so I was talking to, you know, the person I had a conversation, mm-hmm. I had a meeting today. Mm-hmm. We had talked a little bit about race and he was like, you know, I've met people that he knows black farmers mm-hmm. that have, you know, been driving their trucks mm-hmm. up the street and stuff will fall off the back of their truck. And then the people with the coexist bumper stickers will ride right by them, <laughs> right by them. Wow. And then there'll be a person with like a support Trump mm-hmm. sticker, which because we make the assumption that right. all those people are. We, I mean, right. like, that's just an assumption or a, some sort of with the Confederate flag on their car will walk by or drive by, stop and help them pick up their stuff. That's so He's like, look at how we're just on. He's like, I, I don't know why some of these things exist. We just talked about why do some of these things exist on a human level? Is that how we really feel? Right. And or is it in the or is it around us? You and we got I mean? to talking about the the white right yeah. meeting the enemy. Oh, you yeah, actually have watched to watch it. that. Yeah, got, and he was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, because I think a lot of these folks who have the on the other side have the unhealthy fears of black folks don't know no black people. Oh, that's intimately all a lot exactly. Intimately. Yeah, absolutely. That's I mean that's what that's what I'm saying. It's like I said this at our event. Like it wasn't until I've had black friends before, but I have never been this close to you know, like you're very I'm very close to you now. Mm-hmm. You know, you know a lot about me. <laughs> you know I know a lot about you. And so it's just those veils come down, the walls come down. You know, not that I had them, I I had other issues I gotta work through, mm-hmm. but you know, but a lot of white people don't even know how to start get to that oh, starting line. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. The, the hard part about it is too we live such separate like, realities mm-hmm. that's why it's hard again separate white privilege allows a white people to not even be aware that right yeah right of, privilege allows you to not even you have don't to even consider, have to think about it can, consider the fact that yeah. i just as you demonize me i'm looking at you like what are you trying to get out of me right i look at it from our beauty supply stores i'm like asians use us because yeah. they come in they build these beauty supply stores mm-hmm. they monopolize that indians use us indian dot yeah, feather. Yeah. I don't know. How to, no, that's what we used to say in the yeah. Navy. Daughter yeah. feather. Yeah, but they have their Seven Elevens on all the corners in our neighborhood so that they can get our money, mm-hmm. and then the white folks can turn to the government. So it's like this thing of all the other peoples in the world get to use black people, mm-hmm. and some you get to have our money, mm-hmm. control our land. Not I want to say our land, but you get to control our money, the areas in which you live in, 
and what do we get out of it? Mm-hmm. So it's like, like, are you? Is it? It's not really a partnership. It's not helping. No, no, because yeah, with the beauty supplies and stores and things like that. Heck, no, you're coming in because you capitalizing off black hair care. Mm-hmm. Every single beauty supply store within the radius of my home is owned by Asians. Really? Why is that a bad thing? I mean, it's, it's not challenging. I mean, they just, do nothing. Under- they come to our neighborhood to get our money and mm-hmm. do nothing and go to where they... Aren't they just owning a business, though? Yeah, but they do nothing. They don't care about anything in the community. It's, it's, I feel like it is capitalizing off of I mean, the fact that they have the, the connections because black, black beauty supply stores have tried to open. But they oh, don't. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm not trying to like. Ch- I just because no. I get my nails done and it's all Asian. Yeah, and that's I another. Mean, you thing. know what I mean? Like it's. I literally actually have never been to a place. I swear. I love getting my. It's a self care thing. Love getting my nails done when I can. And it's always. I think it's yeah Vietnamese or yeah mm-hmm. Filipino. Yeah. Some. They dominate that market mm-hmm. in massages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they do group ep- economics really well, which is something I don't think. I I, I think though they them and. Maybe Hispanics have mastered, gotcha. and, and Indians have gotcha. mastered group economics, which okay. we have not. It meaning pulling your money together to set each as other up as a resource, up, as yeah. a re- up for success. As a community. But there's no way for a person of color who knows people of colors here to come in and have gotcha. the products and the things okay. to that supply makes to more their sense. community. Because I was just trying to say, I was like, if you're a business, like do your business. Like if you want to yep. make money, I want to sell to all the races because I get more money, right? Mm-hmm. What we talked about, like yeah. you get everybody's money, right? Right. That is one thing that I think it has been like, you know what we can do? I'm just telling the perception is like, we don't have to live where they yeah. live. There was a video of a guy in a beauty supply store that just attacked the black chick because he thought she stole something and she didn't. Yeah. You don't live in that community. You don't really know those people. You're not even right. trying to. You just, I want your money right. so I can go. So I think black people come from a place of just any and everybody gotcha. will use us. Gotcha, gotcha. They just want our, you want our money and then you want to go. Mm-hmm. You're not going to put anything into what we got on. You're not even going to try none of that because we help we help asia yeah rebuild after korea japan and we've we've helped everybody right. america i'm saying has helped everybody but right. has not done anything to for, get back yeah or input yeah i get it but i think we've come to a place where there's opportunity now we've got to get the access to those opportunities right because of this you know when you talk about the institutional thing like now it's time to figure out how do we get access because i think the opportunities are there mm-hmm. but we gotta learn how to use them too and get access to social capital which i just learned yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but these big words yeah we we have to learn how to make those connections yep yeah and make those other communities come together so everybody gets them. Yeah, I'm well, trying. I'm, I, I thought there's, there's. I try to like buy black brands or mm-hmm. I follow like that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I'm not saying it's perfect, but I think that's definitely a push. At least in this area, I've seen a big push for like small yeah, black owned businesses, businesses. Yeah, and a, supporting them and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and following them on Instagram and making sure you buy local, which is huge in yeah, general. Yeah. And so I know that I consciously try to do that. So yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't even know how to, I mean, I think some of it's like, do you even know how to take care of each other? Right. No. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking about in our community. Yeah, it's right. a question for black. It's like, do we even know how to take care of each other other than surviving? Yeah. We are trying to learn how to how teach each other. How do we thrive as a community? How do we yeah. teach each other how to thrive? And there right. are people making steps to do that. But right. I think it is now has to become a learned behavior for us. Sure. Yeah. It's got, well, unlearn and then learn a new behavior. Yeah. Yeah. My, like, for our so what, now what, I think mine would be 
because I know I've been trying to do this locally is just follow black brands, you know, and just mm-hmm. and and then buy from small local businesses. And here, there's a lot of small like own mm-hmm. you know black owned businesses, which I love. So mm-hmm. I think it's important. I think it's important to even think about that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you don't you're, you you know, wouldn't be aware of it. You no, know, I don't think so. But I think what I'm trying to say is my so what now what would be because we initially started with the unhealthy intent mm-hmm. of when you get closer to history how it can be difficult to trust sure um i think so what i get close to history yeah yeah we need to learn more history i need to i'm not saying you uh, i know i do too because yeah, i don't know both do. just yeah. i mean straight up i don't yeah. know yeah <laughs> there's a lot to learn and it's i like i said i i feel like it's also hard to find because I know when I'm trying to search for stuff or like just the, outside of the norm, it's hard. Yeah. You know, it's hard to find. It's hard to see. Yeah. It's hard to find the information that's real. Like I said, Brian Stevenson has been a good resource for me, mm-hmm. you know, just to kind of dig understand. into the history. Oh my God. Yeah. And have my eyes open to how many, you know, black people were in prison unlawfully and, you know, just an unbelievable, you just like eye opening. I think if, and so, yeah, for so what, I think that. <laughs> <laughs> That it is some real deep-rooted anger, but the now what is, I think everybody needs to get close to history. Yeah. Get closer to our true history. Yeah. And it's going to piss you off. Yeah. We say that all the time. I mean, if we're not making you angry through this podcast, we're not doing our job. Yeah, you should. It's going to piss you off. I mean, or challenge you or make you uncomfortable. So there's, Netflix has the white right, which Mm -hmm. is something I think is good. It has 13th Amendment, Mm, which is a good, yeah, that's a good one. And I know Viola Davis is doing a new series on, like, the justice system. But there, I'm not saying you have to have Netflix, but I'm saying there's a bunch of different shows if you're not an avid reader. Mm Mm-hmm. Or may YouTube. Holy yeah. crap. My husband listens to this YouTube channel that just talks about African history. Oh, that's cool. So find well, a channel. I need to do that. Yeah. He we just talks the, about we can put it all this in the show notes. Yeah, I'll get I'll get that. Get it and put it he was notes. watching it and I was like, Wow. He yeah. was just talking. I was like, all of this he just does a deep dive on African history. That's amazing. And warriors and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think for black people, it'll make you feel good about yourself. That's what I'm saying. So, like, why have we not... Exactly. That's that's a great point, is I I don't know anything about African history. You know what I mean? Like, we don't talk about it. No. (laughs) But we talk about the French and Indian War. And we talk about... (laughs) We know everything about European. We talk Americans. about Vikings. We know and... about Italian, Irish, da da da, yeah. all the way, all, all the, the things. Yeah. Not to call it shit, but we no. know all that other stuff. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. About... I'm familiar with, as a white person, I'm familiar with like almost every big European country for mm-hmm. the most part. You know, I know generalizations. I really don't know anything about African history. <laughs> I don't I would either. Love to. So maybe that's something we do. Oh, that'd be a fun episode idea. Let's watch some African history stuff. Yeah, and dive into some yeah. African history. But I think, black, I think black people will be very proud. It can humanize yeah. black folks on some level. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, let's do it. Absolutely. That's okay. All right, now what? We're going to do it. Now it's That's our card. now what? Okay, that's All our right, next episode, guys. Okay, or at least a couple. Some, somewhere yeah. down the line. That's where the magic happens, guys. <sighs> All right. All right. Well, thank you for this listening. Was, yeah, it was fun hanging out. Yeah, as always. We're actually sitting on the bed. Yeah, I was going to say. We're curled up together. We yeah, we're in your spare bedroom. <laughs> your neighbor's cutting his grass. Pitter <laughs> patter of little doggy feet. And all that other stuff. Yep. But thank you for coming to our hood. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for letting me be in your hood. Yep. Catch us. On Tuesdays. Google Play, iTunes, and Spotify. Spotify. And 
we will soon be like well, yeah. YouTubing it up. Yeah, yep. We're gonna release. We're gonna tape some of it live, or all of it live, and then release some of it. Yeah, well. we're gonna do some more stuff. You'll get to see we're our see our faces. Weirdness. I enjoy being weird. I do too. We're both very expressive. <laughs> Everyone loves when you snort. I guess. No, people I'm... love it, so it's good. <laughs> There's a dog. All right. <laughs> this is Christina and Jackie, and you've been listening to Your, Your Neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> High five. You're awesome.